Hey lovely, you're listening to the She Dreams All Day podcast with your gal pal and fellow introvert, Mia Brox. That's me, by the way. This is a safe space for all introverts and dreamers looking to realize their dreams of shining online with confidence so they can build a dreamy online business, make an impact in the world, and that ka-ching while being 100% themselves and having fun in the process. And around here, the introvert hangover is of course sold separately. I'm all about empowering you to step into your superpower and become quietly confident online. I'm also about Friends, the TV show, chocolate, milk chocolate, and coffee with cream. And just so you know, quiet people can do amazing things because we totally can. So get ready to feel inspired, learn, laugh out loud, and let's be alone together, have an honest chat about how cool introverts are as we dive into today's episode. Hello, 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 amazing human beings, and welcome to another episode of the Should Dreams All Day podcast. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having the most amazing day so far. You are actually the first person I'm talking to today. I haven't even had the first sip of my coffee. I mean, it's right here by my side, but hang on, let's let's actually have a sip. Mm. It's very hot, but it's delicious. If you've been following me for a while, you will know that I am literally obsessed with coffee, chocolate, and friends, the TV show, because I don't have that many friends. (laughs) No, I have friends, but I do love the TV show a lot. It is an obsession. But speaking of coffee, that's what I wanted to say. I can't for the life of me drink cold or semi-hot coffee. I need it to be very hot. (laughs) And so I'm actually drinking it from a thermos. So that's just a little life hack, you know, because that's why you're here, right? For the life hacks, for the coffee tips? No, no. (laughs) Let's get real for a second. Today, I want to share with you 10 business tips that I wish I knew when I started my own business. So this is for you if you, well, this is for anyone really, but if you've been thinking about starting your business, you're a new entrepreneur, and you just want, you know, some actionable tips from someone who's just a few steps ahead of you. And this is actually the 10th episode, and I thought, what better way to celebrate the 10th episode of this podcast with 10 business tips for my fellow introverted entrepreneurs out there. So I'm going to do my very best now and stop the rambling about coffee, friends, and chocolate, because honestly, I could talk about those things forever, but I want to dive into the episode. So let's go. So these are my best with in caps lock. That's actually what I've named this episode, business tips for success for my fellow entrepreneurs. And then a little cute emoji. That is the title, official title of this episode. We are starting with the first and most important tip that I can give you. And that is mindset and the act of practicing self-care. When you are starting a business, when you are doing anything that relates to a dream of yours or going after your dreams, going after your goals, mindset is everything. And I mean everything. If you are not programming your mind for success, if you're not in the right headspace, if you don't believe that you are capable of doing this, you're not going to be able to do it. I think it was Tony Robbins who said, success is 20% strategy 
and 80% mindset work. And I really do agree with that guy. I mean, if I were to go into this business journey with a mindset filled with limiting beliefs and I can't and I won't and I'm not able to, it's like, well, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious that I won't be able to do it because those limiting beliefs are going to hold me back from taking action every single day. And you need to take action every single day because those thoughts are going to hold you back and you're not going to be able to take the action you need in order to make progress and to realize those dreams. So working on your mindset, really figuring out what is actually holding you back. What are those limiting beliefs? Like gaining that awareness is so very important because then you can start to reframe those beliefs and question them because really they are complete BS. And you know, they're just lies that you're feeding your brain because you've thought them so many times that they have in fact become your truth. So working through limiting beliefs is so important if you're about to embark on a business journey or if you're on the journey right now. And hey, this is something that I still work on. It's not like you work on a limiting belief, you start your business, and then you're good to go and you're never gonna have a limiting belief again in your life. No, oh my gosh, I just talked so fast. (laughs) But it's a practice. It's work that you have to continue doing. At a new level, you know, people say there's a new devil at every level. So there's always going to be something to work through. You have to work on your mindset. It is so important. You can't go into this thinking that you're not good enough or somebody else has done it before, so you're not able to. Like those things, that's just bullshit, like straight up bullshit. It is not true. So we need to get you into that right space, that abundant place where anything is possible because that is the truth. Anything is possible. I could go on a rant about mindset, so... I'm going to start talking about the next tip now, which is self-care. And it kind of aligns with mindset work, but taking care of yourself is very important. All of these tips are going to be important. I'm going to say everything is important, but practicing self-care is, it's important. Who'd have thought? (laughs) This is something that I have not made the time for or as much time as I should have in the past because When I started my blog and my business back in 2018, I gave it my all, meaning I was working nonstop on my business. I was in a nine to five. I had very, in my head, I had very little time to work on my business. And so I thought, hey, I better work on this whenever I have the time, whenever I have any downtime, whenever it's time for lunch, like I was working at it non-stop. I was also working at it in the mornings, in the evenings, when I really should have been practicing the art of self-care because it is crucial. That's just another word for important, but it is crucial because if we're not taking care of ourselves, our mindsets, our businesses are going to suffer. You, the amazing human being that you are, you are the most important asset in your business. And if you're not taking care of that asset, You're not going to have the confidence. You're not going to have the mindset. You're not going to have the energy to show up and spread your message, to build your audience, to sell your products, to create content. That's just not possible if you don't practice self-care and work on your mindset. And so actually what I've done, and I believe I've talked about it in another episode, but I have actually created a self-care toolkit that I have in my ClickUp because I'm obsessed with ClickUp and, you know, 
I even created a course about it and I don't just create a course about anything. So <laughs> I have a dashboard inside my ClickUp. It's called Cozy Vibes for me. And I go in here every single morning and every single evening. I am human after all. I don't go in there every single day, every single evening, but I try. I try my best to go in there because I realize that it's so important to actually take care of my mind, take care of my body and my soul to be able to do this work. Because I've been on the verge of burnout because I have not taken care of me. And I've sacrificed relationships. I've sacrificed all social events, which, you know, I'm an introvert, but I still love to hang out with my friends and I still like to hang out with family. And so I've been working nonstop on weekends, evenings, and it came to a point where I just realized if I keep going like this, I'm not going to be able to do this at all. And so it actually took a coaching call with my coach at the time to realize this. Like, I just needed someone else's perspective. I just needed someone else to see that this is not going the right way. You are going to burn out. And so, because I was in the midst of it, I wasn't thinking about it. I was just go, go, go. I didn't really take the time to reflect and to take the time to journal and do my nails and like have a massage or go work out like none of that because I was so focused on the goal but now I do take the time I do take the time for me and I can actually see that I have more energy now I have more time now which is weird <laughs> than I did before so mindset self-care so freaking important do it even if you can just work on your mindset or practice self-care 10 minutes a day that is better than nothing. Okay, so go do it. Okay, my next tip is to ask yourself the question, what do you actually want? What do I actually want? Why am I starting this business in the first place? Like really getting clear on that dream vision of yours. So for me, this looks like me going to Pinterest and then creating a board and then pinning all the images or pins, whatever they're called now, <laughs> to this dream vision board you know, images that re represent and depict the results that I want in my life, like long-term. I'm not just talking this year. I'm talking, you know, the 10-year dream vision for my business, but also my life. Like, why did I start this thing? <laughs> why did I start my blog? Because it's a roller coaster. This entrepreneurial journey is a freaking roller coaster. It's like you're going to an amusement park and the roller coaster is scary sometimes goes up, it goes down. I mean, I really don't like roller coasters, to be honest, but it is. It is an emotional roller coaster. And if you don't have that dream vision, that big why, your why for doing this, it's going to be easier for you to stop at a struggle, a challenge, an, an obstacle that gets in your way. So what is it? What is that dream life? What does that dream life look like? Why do you want the things that you want? Why did you start your business? Is it because you want to live that freedom lifestyle and have control over your time, your energy, and your money? Is it because you want to give back to the world and earn money in order to be able to do that? What is that change that you want to see in the world? I know that's such a big question and <laughs> overwhelming to answer, but for yourself, like, why are you doing this? 
And then maybe you do like me and you go on Pinterest and you create yourself a dream vision board for your business. And so you can go to this board whenever you need to touch base on why exactly you're doing what you're doing. Why did you start your business? Because there are going to be those days where you just don't feel like showing up. You just don't feel like doing the things that's on your calendar. But then it's like, okay, I could procrastinate and not do this thing, or I could realign myself with why I'm doing what I'm doing and what I actually want. And most of the time, that's motivation enough for me to do the thing. So your dream vision, get clear on it. Okay, tip number three is to have radical self-belief. Now, this is not about being narcissistic and, you know, I'm the best person in the world and I'm going to do this and you know, all that's, it's not, it's about believing in yourself because this brings me back to the mindset stuff, right? You have to believe that you are able to do this thing, that you are able to make all your dreams come true and make six figures and make $10,000 a month and grow your audience and do all the things that you want to do. You have to believe because if you don't believe it just won't happen. You have to get into that abundant space where it's a no-brainer that you are going to achieve your goals. It's like when you achieve your goals, it's not going to be a hallelujah moment because it's a no-brainer. I was going to achieve this goal. I had radical self-belief and I did it. No surprises there. I mean, of course, you should be proud and celebrate, but it's not like it should be a shock to you that you in fact did it. It should be a given. So believe in yourself believe in yourself. (laughs) No, but seriously, believe in yourself, girl. Tip number four is more of a technical tip, but it is to have a website and a blog for your business. Now, I, of course, am a big advocate for blogging because I've been teaching it since, well, almost since I started my business, I've been blogging and I've been teaching other people to do it. And so It really is one of those things that helped me to get to where I am today because I started to utilize Pinterest and Pinterest sent over 1 million people to my blog in my first year. So I was able to build my audience through my blog. And I also think that having a website, you know, having a home on the internet for your business is very important because we don't have any control of Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Like Mark Zuckerberg owns half of those things. If he decides to pull the plug on Instagram and Facebook and you've relied on those platforms for your business, for traffic, to grow your audience, that's not a good situation and your business is going to, well, let's just put it this way, RIP. It is not a good strategy to rely on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok only, right? So if you purchase a domain, if you own that domain, you own your content. Nobody else can take that away from you as long as you, of course, back up your blog and your website. But it is always a good idea to have a website. You know, it's the heart of your business. It's where people can go to learn more about you. You can host your sales pages. You can have your blogs. You can drive traffic and you can have your about page, which is the most important page on your website, I may add, because that's where that valuable relationship with your audience, that's where it begins. And in fact, I don't know, I don't know where I read it, but I read it somewhere on some marketing website or I can't remember, but 
apparently your about page is the most visited page on your website. Like in general, the about pages of the world are very, they get a lot of traffic because people are curious. People are nosy. They want to know who's behind this amazing content. So get yourself a website, own your own domain and set up a blog. Tip number five is learn and educate yourself every single day. Become a student of your niche. When it comes to content creation, we have to put in to be able to put out, to be able to create content, to be able to come with, come up with ideas. We have to make it a habit to learn and educate ourselves. I mean, for myself, if I don't learn, if I'm not constantly reading books, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, reading articles, I wouldn't have anything to say. I wouldn't have anything to create courses on. I wouldn't have anything to say on stories. Like I'm constantly filling my brain with information and so that I can, you know, talk about it to my audience and of course put my own spin on it, my perspective and and my story and my experiences. It's not like you're going to copy anyone who you learn from. You're going to interpret that in your own way and share your story. So don't worry about that, but Try and learn something new about your niche every single day. And that add that idea to your master content ideas list. That's what I do. So I make it a habit to learn something new every day. That's how you grow as a content creator. And that's how you don't run out of ideas. All right. Tip number six is to have a evergreen content strategy. First of all, what is a content strategy? It sounds super fancy, but all it really means is that you have a way for people to find you, for people to start a relationship with you and and to nurture that relationship and a strategy for you to start a relationship with your audience and for you to nurture that relationship. So this could look like a podcast, YouTube channel, Instagram, yeah. TikTok, if that's your thing, like just have a content strategy, a a schedule, if you will, for when you're going to put out new valuable content, preferably long form content. So this is either a blog, podcast, YouTube. And then what I do is I use Instagram and TikTok, mostly Instagram, to build on that relationship with my audience to show more of my life, my, to show more of my life, you know, me living that freedom lifestyle, that is content because that is a direct result of what my audience wants for themselves, right? So to show more behind the scenes of my business, to show more personality on stories, to laugh and connect with my audience, I do that mainly on Instagram. Okay, so what is your strategy going to be to attract your audience? Is it going to be a blog? Is it going to be a podcast? Is it going to be a YouTube channel? Now, I said evergreen content strategy. And if you're a little bit confused right now and you don't know what evergreen means, essentially it means that you create content that's always going to be relevant. For example... And it's not tied to any current events or current trends. As in people are always searching for it. So for example, 
people are always going to be searching for how to be more productive. Like that's always going to be a thing, always going to be a result that people want to attain, right? They want to be more productive. So that's a great content piece for you to create because it's always going to bring in traffic. People are always searching for it. On the other hand, if you write an article or create content around something like, I don't know, the 10 best gifts to give your husband this year for Christmas for 2022. I mean, that could work, but people are only going to be searching for it near Christmas and this year. So not a good idea. So hopefully you understand what I mean when I say evergreen content strategy. Tip number seven, this is so important. No surprises there. Everything's important, but focus on community. I see so many people focusing on monetization too soon. They are very focused on making money and don't get me wrong. Money, making money online is amazing. Making passive money is even greater, (laughs) but you know what comes before profits and you know what actually sparks profits people. You have to focus on building your audience first. If you're not building an audience, Who are you going to sell to? Who's going to buy your products? Whose life are you going to change? You have to build a relationship with your audience. You're building an online family here. So focus on community and really get to know your audience. Like, what is she like? What are her, you know, the demographics are great, but I really don't think they're that helpful. What's helpful to know is their psychographics, meaning what's her dream? What is she struggling with? What's her mindset like? What do her days look like right now? If you know exactly what she's struggling with and exactly what she wants, you are going to be able to help her. You are going to make such an important impact on those people because you know them. And they're going to find themselves asking the question like, oh my gosh, this person is in my head. How does she know what I'm thinking? How does she know what I want? I need to follow this person. I need to buy her products. I need to work with this person. That's the goal. And that can only happen if you focus on your community, focus on building your online family and focus on getting to know her better than she knows herself. So before you get into how do I make money? How am I going to make money? What should I create a course about? Or what should I create an ebook about? Focus on your people first. Because if you do, your digital course is going to be successful. Which leads me into the next tip. Tip number eight is to set up a passive income stream. Meaning a course, a digital product, a download, an ebook, anything that you create first and then you sell on autopilot. I'm obsessed with this monetization strategy because as an introvert, I can think of no better way to monetize my business than to create courses and sell them passively. Because this is how you're going to be able to make money while you are literally sleeping and dreaming. It's amazing. But not only that, you're going to be able to impact so many more people than you would if you were only doing one-to-one work and having put in the work up front and not really having to rework anything or no, and not having to constantly be selling and, 
and working on this product and the marketing, you're going to have more energy. You're going to have more time. So I think creating an online course is the best thing you can do as an introverted entrepreneur. And I have recorded a podcast all about this as well. So make sure you check that one out. I believe it's episode eight. Yeah, episode eight. So set up a passive income stream. Tip number nine, it's simple. Be you. Not the Netflix show, but Y-O-U-U. Here's the thing. People connect with people. People follow people. People want to follow people. If your content, if your business isn't humanized, as in you're not showing up, you're not showing your face or anything like that, it's going to, it's going to be a slow growth. If you show up and you connect with your audience and you show them all sides of yourself, telling the truth, sharing behind the scenes, being you, being awkward, being wonderfully weird you, that's when you resonate. That's when those sparks are going to fly between you and your audience. It is so powerful because people want people. People don't necessarily want to follow a brand. I mean, actually, I don't think I follow any brands on Instagram, to be honest. Now that, now that I think about it, people want a friend. That is all they want. Someone who they can look up to and of course be inspired by, but also a friend. The best thing you can do when you show up and you create content, you show up on Instagram stories, whatever you do to connect with your audience is to be you. And who cares if you mess up in that Instagram story and you said the word, said the wrong thing like I just did right now. Nobody cares. In fact, they're going to love it because they see that you are in fact a human and humans make mistakes and you're imperfect. People don't want perfect these days. People want you. People want real, raw, authentic. So be you. Channel you. No one else. That's also what's going to set you apart from other people that are talking about the same things that you are. So you're never going to have to worry about the comparisonitis. Is that what they call it? Because you are you. And that's why people follow. Not necessarily for the content. I mean, if you're creating great content, that's amazing too. But they could get that content from anywhere. From Google, from Wikipedia, from, well, not probably not Wikipedia, but at least Google and YouTube. They don't have to follow you, but they do because you're you. Okay, last tip. This is something that has kept me going since day one. And it's the amazing thing. And it's curiosity. Stay curious. Stay more curious than George. Just be very, very curious about what is possible. What is possible if you keep going? If you stay in motion, if you wake up every day and you work on your business for 10 minutes, what could be possible then? My stomach just rumbled. Rumbled? Is that the word? Anyway, it made noises. If you heard that, cool. (laughs) If not, let's move on. The thing is, you have to stay in motion. You have to keep going. There's a saying that goes, successful people hang on when everyone else is let go. And I really believe that. And I've thought this way since the beginning. If I just keep going, what could be possible then? If I just write this blog post, if I just start a YouTube channel, if I just post this reel, or if I just do this thing that's on my calendar, what could be possible then? Because I'll tell you what's possible. Anything. That's what. 
All right. So be you, stay curious, do all the things that I just went through and you are, you're setting yourself up for success, my friend. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I don't even know how long it is. Hopefully it was short and sweet for you. And if you are interested in creating an online course, I do have a upcoming masterclass all about that, where I teach you how to actually create your first ever online course so you can generate passive income in your business. And yes, this is a super introvert friendly strategy. All the info will be in the show notes and I'll see you there. Super fun. And if you're listening to this in the future, I hope you enjoyed it and I love you. I'll see you next time or not see you, but I'll catch you in the next one. Bye. I apologize for any mistakes, but yeah, maybe we do need a blooper reel for my own episodes. Uh. <laughs> so I'm going to try my best to not continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, scratch that. Ugh, what am I saying? What am I saying, Castle? <laughs> you have to. What are you doing? What am I saying? This is a podcast. <clears throat> now, this is not a, 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 a hallelujah moment. A hallelujah. A hallelujah. A hallelujah. <laughs> Me showing up and doing that and being, well, no, fuck that. <laughs> I feel like this episode is going to be a comedy show for my editor. <laughs> like an episode of Friends or no, not that good.